Last night, people asked me, as probably maybe some of you will ask me after Mass, what happened to the animals in the live manger? Uh, they're thawing out. Um, and Merry Christmas, everyone. And welcome to our, our quiet Mass here at dawn, or middle of morning. Um, a lot quieter than the 4.30, I can assure you that. But it's, all the masses are beautiful in their own way. But what come to me as I pondered this one word, meaning of Christmas this year, is connection. Uh, the, the picture up here on your right, not all of you can see it on my right, on your left, uh, is painted by one of our parishioners, the famous scene of the creation of Adam and God's hand touching Adam's hand and giving birth to Adam. And the parishioner, Jay Spinlaw, his, he died almost two decades now. His children, some of them, lit the candles this morning for Mass. He was born with a hole in his heart, a hole that would never heal. He died in an early age. But this was the last painting that he worked on. He was working on it as he died in December of that year. It's a gift to all the parish. I think of it as a Christmas gift. People look at that and sometimes they feel like there's a connection. Like God is saying... I want to connect with each of you. This, this painting seems to say, I want, I thirst for each one of you. And with the baby born in a manger, God born in a manger, I think of Jay who painted his own thumb into this painting up here. That God could be born with five fingers and five toes and be as human as we are. Mary pondered all these things in her heart. And like, like we, we sit here this morning and we ponder, we reflect. You know, there's a difference between being critically thinking. Having Everybody wants their child to grow up to, be, to think critically. But we also need a discerning heart, or we will think wrongly. And Mary is portrayed as having a discerning heart. Is this of a good spirit, the Holy Spirit, or is this all just of our wounded human imagination? And she sits and ponders with a discerning heart. That God could become a baby? What an unlikely connection. An unlikely connection. Most people would connect their happiness maybe to, like what we heard last night at Mass, Caesar Augustus and Luke's God. Or, you know, the government. Or to, to, to the Roman Empire, the Roman economics, or... Maybe that's where we can find our security and connection there in economics and politics. Or maybe Roman philosophy and its pagan idea of 
human sexuality and human identity. Those are the more likely connections. But here is an unlikely connection to a baby born in a manger. It's there if we ponder with Mary's discerning heart, maybe we can hear what I think Jay heard in this painting. God wants to connect with each one of you. He wants, he thirsts for each of us. Even today, we might have those unlikely connections. There's a couple of Franciscans I was sharing last night who, of all places, walked around Walmart. How many have you ever been to Walmart? And there in Walmart, they would just walk up to a stranger and say, Do you, would you like me to pray for you? What would you like me to pray for? Just walking around Walmart. If I asked you, what would you like me to pray for? What would you say? What would you say? You can say it. Huh? Health. Good health. What would you pray for? Good health. Someone last night, he was a lawyer in a crowd, he said that this homily will end quickly. You never know what you're going to... Somebody laughs at my jokes. Just never know what people are going to pray for. And the fact that somebody asked them, well, they cared enough to say, what, what prayer do you need? It was like there in that unlikely connection that they felt God thirst for them. God desires each one of them. God wants to connect with you in those unlikely connections. In an unlikely connection that a baby could be God. Mary pondered all these things in her discerning heart. And what's more is not only is it an unlikely connection, but Mary pondered these impossible connections. See, Jesus was born in a time where there were lots of impossible connections. And the shepherds knew this well. I mean, the shepherds came in Luke's gospel, they're prominent. Because they, they, too, would see in this baby, because they knew a baby was wrapped in swaddling clothes. What that meant to them is that God, or that this baby, is human. That that God would associate with stinky shepherds, that an innocent, completely baby would hang around and want to be with sinful thieves and shepherds who not, not only bite like sheep, bite each other, but fight each other. What an impossible connection. And at that time, too, there were many impossible connections. Gentile Christians and Gentile Jews, they were, that was an impossible connection. What about marriage? Did you ever experience an impossible connection in your own marriage? What do you think is the biggest 
problem in a marriage. I asked last night, some people said, finances. How many people would say finance is a big problem in marriage today? Raise your hand. Some would say children. How many would say children is? But you know this one psychologist, he said, you know what the biggest problem with marriage is? The biggest disconnection is? Nothing. So what do you mean by that? He said, well, take the couple who are sitting on the couch. And the one says to the other, can we change the channels? And the other throws the little remote control at her and says, you change it, and gets up and walks out of the room. What was that fight all about? Nothing. Nothing. All of these impossible connections that we have. Jesus was born, God was born in a network of impossible connections. People are just impo was impossible to connect with each other. Cultures, religions, men and women. And yet, even those impossible connections Help us to lean towards the baby Jesus, this God, fully human, who understands impossible connections. Just look at the cross. And just find grace there for these impossible connections to become possible connections. Last night, the beautiful reading from Titus said, we await the appearance of your great God, our Savior, Jesus Christ, who gave himself to deliver us from all lawlessness, from godless ways and worldly desires, to live temperately, justly, and devoutly. That grace is what happens when we turn to the little Christ child. St. Augustine said, how could there be peace on earth unless truth has arisen from the earth, unless Christ were born of our flesh? And he is our peace who made the two into one, that we might be people of goodwill, sweetly linked to the bond of unity. Let us rejoice in that even in those impossible connections, they invite us to turn to the little baby Jesus, the God fully human, to find that grace, to hear that voice, I thirst for each of you. In unlikely connections and impossible connections, I thirst for you. And so I wish you all a blessed and Merry Christmas and wonderful connection this Christmas. Amen.